0: So we know social media is really influencing our kids, but I think maybe we're a bit naive as to just how much of that influence is out there. Our next guest has done a two-year investigation into Meta, which is the parent company of Facebook and Instagram. And what she found out is actually quite shocking. Katie McHugh is with us now, an investigative journalist at The Guardian. Katie, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much,
0: Simi. Why did you start looking into this? What, what got you on this road?
1: Um, About three years ago now, I was having a conversation with a US prosecutor and a district district attorney about um, the child sexual exploitation and child sex trafficking that he was dealing with in his cases. And he happened to mention that in almost every case that landed on his desk, a meta platform was involved in some way, um, with the trafficker using it to either groom, um, advertise or even sell victims.
0: And so you thought, wait a minute, how can this be happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, that was very shocking um, to hear. And then um, myself and my co-reporter, Mailing McNamara, embarked on um, a long investigation to try to find out what was going on and why actually this wasn't being reported. and um, This wasn't really known in the public domain.
0: Okay. So what did you find out?
1: So we found out that meta um, platforms, especially the um, Private messaging uh, platforms say um, Facebook Messenger and Instagram direct were being used by traffickers to um, negotiate sales of children so in our first investigation we even included unfortunately um, dialogue that we'd found um, in court documents um, where traffickers were negotiating sales and logistics of of teens of, of selling teens for sex um, and what we also found out um, through speaking with content moderators, um, which are uh, people employed to monitor the platforms for this type of activity and other criminal behavior, that in a lot of instances, the, the, the rules that, that kind of meta set for their, the criteria for their reporting, they couldn't always raise and alert people to the activities that they were seeing, and they were very traumatized by this. Well, so-, so this activity well, sorry, wasn't being reported or forwarded onto law enforcement in a lot of cases.
0: Isn't the algorithm supposed to find this kind of stuff and report it? Like, how could this be happening?
1: Well, the algorithms that the social media companies use are only, they can only detect known imagery. So any child sexual abuse image is given what's called a hash value, which is kind of a digital footprint. And this is uploaded into a database. So the actual algorithms that that are used to scan uh, social media platforms can only detect known images not new
0: images. Right. Okay. So what kind of systems do they have to protect, supposedly protect against things like this, Katie?
1: So in addition to these these algorithms, which are effective in doing what they do, which is, as I said, uh, detecting known images, they also have fleets of um, human content moderators, which are supposed to uh, review any reports that come in or user um, reports or any activity that's flagged through the systems. Um, they can't obviously review every single report or uh, a suspicious piece of material because there's just a vast volume of this. So small amounts of moderator teams, relatively small, and then also social media companies rely on users to report anything that they see as well.
0: Right, but in order to get something like this fixed, the company needs to acknowledge that it's even going on, and it doesn't sound like Meta was very happy about any of this.
1: <laughs> no th- that's that's correct um I think a, a, a lot um comes down to training and, and and actually um receiving training and insights from professionals that are actually dealing with child sex trafficking, either law enforcement or ngos um and learning from them as to w- what to look for because traffickers use code words emojis this this isn't all in black and white and in the the public domain this this is very specialized work. So
0: what was META's response to this?
1: Meta, META's response is um, very vast. Um, META's response is that it, it's essentially doing its best and that it does it is working with law enforcement. It is working with child protection agencies to improve its, its software and its reporting, um, its reporting mechanisms.
0: Are other companies dealing with this as well? Or did you find this is happening more often on something like Instagram and, and Facebook?
1: We found that Instagram and Facebook are the most prolific in terms of this. And this is also reflected in the stats that you'd see of um, reports that come to the U.S.'s National Center of Missing and Exploited Children, which every um, every report of child sexual abuse imagery is sent to them and then they send, they send them out to law enforcement um, uh, departments around the country and around the world. So if you, I, I think Meta is responsible for 85% of those reports. So the vast majority of the material that's being detected is on the Meta platforms.
0: So, Katie, I know you've been doing these for a while, right? You had a, another investigation that was done back in April. So, do you does more information come your way, despite the fact that the company is kind of denying this? Are there people within the company who are willing to speak out?
1: I've actually not spoken to people within the company, but I have been speaking a lot with lawyers and. Child sex trafficking experts and um, the agencies such as the Canadian Centre for Child Protection and and uh, the US counterpart and also the UK, UK counterpart as well. And so, what are what are they saying about this? So, uh, one of the main criticisms that have recent has recently arisen is in December, Meta made the decision to um, encrypt uh, its. Um, Facebook Messenger platform so even Meta cannot see the messages that are being sent by users on Facebook Messenger which means there's no way to moderate the activity there and this is where a lot of the, as per my reporting, a lot of the illegal activity and the uh, uh, child sexual exploitation is taking place and now nobody is able to see it and so a lot the the child protection agencies are especially um, uh, they're especially hitting back against that. Um, this is something that's been quite devastating to everybody involved in trying to protect children online.
0: That seems kind of crazy, is that they they hear about this problem, it's a horrific problem, and their excuse is, well, privacy, and we can't even see it.
1: Yeah, I think there are probably some legal um, benefits to that as well. What you see, what you don't see... Um,
0: see no evil, hear no made, evil? yeah. Yeah, I could see how they would think that. Okay, so then Katie, where does your work take you next? What questions do you still have?
1: Um, that's a good question. I have more questions about how the platforms are being used um, by, by child sex traffickers and by criminals in general, and I'll be continuing to report on that hopefully in the next few months.
0: All right, we'll see what happens. Uh, thank you for your work. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Simi. Goodbye. That's Katie McHugh, who's an investigative journalist at The Guardian, talking about child sex traffickers using websites like Facebook and Instagram to do what they are doing and the fact that, you know, the company could put a stop to this, but they don't believe that this is actually a huge problem. And honestly, even if they, I think their quote was that they they believe it's um, a, just a, like a very minor, minor thing, but even one incident of this would seem like you don't want your company associated with that, but... This is part of the bigger issue, right, of grappling with the social media giants.